First question we ask everybody who come on the show is uh who bust your ass first? Who's the first person to bust your ass? <laughs> yes. Bears, hey, I'm a I'm a fan of y'all. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's what's good. up. We appreciate it. Uh man, that's that's crazy because I was thinking about that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ask me that shit. <laughs> I just, I just been thinking about it, and I, I'm gonna say like this: everybody get their head cracked in the knee. You like, know that's right. Get, <laughs> I don't care who you is. You getting your head cracked at some point. Yeah. And like, come to mind, I remember two guys. Uh, I don't know if they was the first ones, but I just yeah. remember the, the, the ass whooping they gave. Me. <laughs> One, was uh Kenny Smith, the jacket, the forty ball, Ooh. and uh, when I was in L.A., but I had the flu. It was the flu game for me though. But I won no Jordan flu game. Right. He was with the Rockets. Yeah, because you know we was double team in the big fella. Dream. Yeah, the naked, but it was forty, and I had to be the one. You know, I had to take that. Right. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? But I think. Dana Barrows, I think he gave me a 50. Oh, I remember Dana Barrows. Folks, hey. He gave me a 50 ball in Philly, man. I don't Ooh. know if we won that game or not, but yeah, he, he gave me a 50 ball, dog. People Dana sleep and forget about Dana Barrows. He yeah. was a bucket. And he was yeah. a little dude, yeah. and he was a bucket. He was so nasty at splitting the, the pick and roll, dog. It, it wasn't nothing you can do as a guard, because once that screen came, he was splitting the big every time, and and his jumper was so wet it was stupid. Both of them were just shooting your face off. It was a lot of jump jump shots, huh? Yeah, for especially for Kenny because we had the double team dream. But he was out there just butt naked, but he was on fire. Right, and it seemed like you know he was shooting. I'm I'm running out there late, so I'm the one looking like man, you getting killed. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> we don't know the game though. We got a double team, the big fella every time, but. He was he was on fire, but Dana Barrows gave me buckets. Like he was going at me, like he he was really giving up buckets. Man. Yo, 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 live on location. Me and D Miles is staying our ass at home, staying safe, keeping clean. And we got a legend with us today, man, coming to us live on location from Dallas, Texas. He took a little time out from his golf game to come chop it up with your boys, man. We got Nick the Quick, Van Nexel. What it do, fam? We appreciate you. About time y'all bring y'all boy on the show, man. I've been watching y'all on the internet, man. Y'all doing big things, man. I'm happy for y'all, man. Straight up. Hey, we sponsored by that 5G now, so you know. Stay connected. Stay tuned. I didn't know you was from Wisconsin. Yeah. Like, I always thought you was from Texas. I was like, man. Nah. <laughs> I thought you were either from Texas or you were from the D.C. area. Nah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Straight Wisconsin. Cheesehead. Straight hey, up. Look, straight look, up. Look, 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 look. Hey, my favorite team is the Bears. The Chicago okay, Bears. Okay, there, there you go. There you go. That's right. Yeah. There you go. Because we always beat the shit out of them. We love our division. <laughs> <laughs> D Miles, why you laughing that hard? You went to St. Joe's High School. Yeah, St. Joe's. St. Joe's High School. How was that? Was there any other high school in the area you could have went to, or St. Joe's had some history, and you was like, well, nah, I'm finna ball. I gotta go St. Joe's and ball. Well, we had uh, Bradford and Tremper. 
So I'm from Kenosha, a little small town, you know, right by uh, Racine, Karan Butler, hometown. Racine, Karan Butler, I remember that. So uh, we had two public schools, was Racine, I mean, uh, Tremper and Bradford. And uh, I was on the north side. All my boys went to Bradford. And uh, St. Joe's was the, was the Catholic school, the private school. So I went there. And I probably should have went to Bradford, but you know what I'm saying? At the time, I wanted to go to Joe's. So I went to Joe's. We uh, we went to two, two state championships, lost both of them back to back. But it was just, they had history in that town because the cats who I used to grow up idolizing, they went to St. Joe's. And you know, when you're young, you like 10, 11, and you're going to them high school games and they coming out in the warm-ups and they stripes. Yeah. And, and the crowd getting hyped, man. That's Layup hard. line, they running around the court when they come out, music yeah. come on. Like, oh, so- Dunky before the refs come out. And we know how it is for some, you know, in some some areas, the, the Catholic school be nicer. It seemed like they got uh, like more like a college type atmosphere than the height than, the, you know, some of the public league schools. So I know what you mean. Yeah, and, and you know, it's, it's, it's tough, too, though, because we from a different place than where they are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we from the we from the ghettos, and they got money. Right, right. <laughs> and, yeah. and that adjustment was tough, you know what I'm saying? But I made it through. So you was like a late bloomer. Not, not really a late bloomer. You were doing your thing, but a lot of colleges and big-time schools didn't come to West Con, Coach Notion and West right. looking for players and thinking they the best. That made you have the decision to go to Trinity? What happened was I, I wasn't too interested in school. So right. <laughs> for, yeah. for, that, that was one. And then number two, I thought I was better than what was recruiting me. You know, I right, was getting yeah. recruited by a lot of, you know, Division One schools, but they won mid-major. Right, you know mid-major, what I'm saying? yeah. I'm like, man, I, I know I'm better than this, man. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go to JUCO. And see what happens. You know what I'm saying? It was two junior colleges. It was one Mesa, Arizona. They was nice back in the day, but they didn't give scholarships to out of state students. So then I just went on down to Trinity Valley uh, in Athens, Texas, right outside of Dallas. So you know it worked out. Now that was that was a culture shock. Texas, you know that was woo. That shit was different. It wasn't cold hey. no more though. And w- was that your <laughs> first time being away from the like away from home on your own like that too? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And I was like. Way away from home. I, I was about to get like you way on the other on the bottom. Man, I used to call mom like, "I'm coming home. I'm tired of this. <laughs> Come home. You're gonna be just like them boys on the corner drinking that crying Roy." Stick it out, man, because she she won't let me come home. She won't let me come home, so I had to stick it out for two years. It was rough though. The first time I really started noticing, like, of course, I know Oscar Robinson went to Cincinnati, but. Ever since I seen you play at Cincinnati, Cincinnati has been on, on my radar. Cincinnati was in the U.S. Uh, Conference USA. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, St. Louis U is like right across the water from us. Q mm-hmm. played in the Conference USA. Mm-hmm. It, could it have been any other team than Cincinnati? If it wasn't, why you choose Bobby Huggins and Cincinnati when Cincinnati still was like, you know, they coming. But, you know, folks don't really know it yet. Well, when I was uh, in JUCO, like my, my where I wanted to play first, my choices was Louisville. I wanted to go to UNLV, and I love Syracuse. You know what I'm saying? Derek Coleman and Pearl Washington. I yeah. love them back in the day, but they must have thought I was a peon or something because they ain't even recruited. 
I, I, was, I was actually sending them letters. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I was sending them letters. But they came down to Cincinnati and New Mexico State. New mm. Mexico State had all them boys from Chicago down there at the time, Reggie Jordan, Randy Brown, and all of them. Oh, so they yeah. was nice. They used to battle, they used to battle UNLV back in the day. But I chose Cincinnati because I, I got a chance to go back to the crib. I got a chance to go play in Milwaukee against Marquette, Marquette yeah. and uh, at the crib in uh, Chicago against DePaul. So I said, you know what, I'm going to go here. Then my family and friends, you know, they get a chance to see me up close. So that's why I chose Cincinnati. I didn't know nothing about Cincinnati, dog, until yeah. I got the juke that was recruiting me. I didn't know nothing about it. I didn't know big Oscar Robinson. I didn't know nothing about Cincinnati. Yeah. Coach Harrison was there, right? Was he was he assistant? Yeah, he was an assistant, yeah. That Coach they, Larry. He you know, Coach, he he recruited he the one who recruited me to uh to oh, DePaul. Yeah. He was yeah, he was I, yeah. so this is the story, bro. This is crazy because you you left there, I think, in what, ninety three, right? Yeah. Now I came to Kreider. I came to remember the Dave Kreider camp they used to hold there. I came yeah. to Dave Kreider camp like so. My coach Larry Butler and um, Larry Harrison had a relationship. So you know what I'm saying. He was my AAU coach, and they, you know coaches know each other, whatever. So he invited our team down. It was like an overnight camp at, at, at University of Cincinnati. We come down, and I remember you being there working out, and I was like, dude. We was like, you know. Yeah. We, we was like, this, yeah. like, and being like, then you went and got drafted, like, or either, either maybe you had got drafted. I can't remember whether you had gotten drafted. I remember it being you, and we all knew that you was the dude. And we yeah. were like, man, that's Nick Van Ness. It was like, you know what I'm saying? Then I think Danny Fortson was just coming in or something, and he was there. And I, I just remember that. That was like the first time I ever met met you and Danny Fortson at the same time. I remember Coach Harrison from back then. Like, that was when my relationship first ever started, like me knowing Coach Harrison or whatever. So when it came time for him to recruit me, I knew, you know, you see that mustache, you knew you remember him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Big, big mustache. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He recruited everybody. It's funny because of that Dave Carter camp when, when uh, all the kids used to come there. Man, I swear we used to go in the gym and we used to try to put on the show. We wanted to let them know, like, you know what I'm saying? We was for real. Like, we was trying to intimidate, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, nah, we, I, 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 I never forget that, but that was the first, I was like, man, like, we was down yeah. there, cause like, I was in, I was in like eighth grade, and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we was coming yeah. down there, and it was like, we was going out of the state and stuff. It was like a big deal for all us. And then we got to see y'all. I was like, this crazy. Bobby Huggins, like, uh, <sighs> he one of them coaches, you heard he's so hard nosed, and he, he, all this and all that. But he going to get them brothers. Like, yeah. like he, he going to yeah. get the ones that the rough uncut that don't nobody else want. Them the one guys mm -hmm. he want. He want to form a team and go at it. And they play hard and tough. You know, you're going to have a battle. And they he love got, him. How was it? They love him. Yeah. All this players always love. How was it to play for Bobby Huggins? And what did he teach you to, you know, move on in life and move on in your career with? Whew. Hugs was tough, man. I ain't going to lie. That was, that was probably – the tough one of the toughest coaches I ever had to play for in my life. Uh, I had a, I, my ninth grade uh, coach, uh, Dr. Knight. He was tough. And then I had my JUCO coach, uh, Big Red in Trinity Valley. He was tough. But then none of them compared to hugs. <laughs> but, but what they did, they, they helped me get ready for hugs. Mm. And that shit still ain't helping. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but hugs, man, it, it was like, the guys he recruited, man, was uh, myself, Corey Bunt, Herb Jones, uh, 
Eric Martin, Terry Nelson. Like, we was all junior college players, A.D. Jackson. And it's crazy because when you got all these different junior college kids, you know, JUCO, we was a little different. You know what I'm saying? We won, you know, the, the, the five stars and stuff like that. Most of the time, JUCO players had a little edge about them. And this dude molded that together, man. And he molded it together in a way as, as a player, we didn't like it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we respected the grind. Like, he 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 would literally have you ready to run through a wall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that was just the way he was. And he would get in your face and, and curse you out, kick you out of practice. You, I, I swear to God, man, I've been kicked out of practice so many times with hugs. And I just <laughs> beat my other teammates. And we would get literally get kicked out of practice, dog. Take a shower. Get ready to go eat. Next thing you know, we're in the line at the cafeteria. Coach Steve Moeller coming. Come on, big guy. Coach, coach wants you back in practice. Man, we got to go back to practice, man. Like, that, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff we was going through all the time. But everybody, man, we, we knew that the stuff that he was teaching, it was legit. You know what I'm saying? He, he instilled in us that toughness, man, that, that grit, that grimy basketball. We up in your face for, for 40 minutes. We ain't letting up. And that, that kind of carried over, man, for me, especially going into, into the NBA. Like, it was just no fear. It yeah. was no fear. And he he put a lot of that in me, man. He put a lot of the, uh, you know, when you line up against guys, you always got to think that they going to bust your ass. No yeah. matter who it is, you always got to go into the game thinking you Ready can get beat or you can get dusted off. If you go in there and letting your hand down, letting your guard down one time, it's going to happen. But if you go in there ready, knowing it could happen, then you're going to give it your best shot. So, man, Hugs was great, man. And he's a little different now. He ain't the same Hugs as he was no. back, back when he was with us. He, you can't be. Calm. You can't be. But I mean, it's still, still the one thing you, you know. You have a job these days. The, 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 one, <laughs> the one thing you know, though, when you're going against a, a, a team coached by Bobby Huggins, they're going to yep. be tough and they're going to play they defense. Coming. And you're not about to have <laughs> this. It's not about to be an easy. You know, I played against the Cincinnati teams with Kmart, Melvin Levitt, the, uh, DJ, all of those boys. Like, tough. Steve Logue, little Logue was zipping that look. Tough. Tough yeah. team. And look, I've been playing was, Steve Lowe since not, since grade school in AAU. Like, I I played against him, you know, Midwest right there. We was in many tournaments since like seventh or eighth grade. They was they yeah. personified toughness. You was going to a dog fight with them. We got literally into fights with those teams. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> straight up. Tell me about the uh that ninety two season, cause like you said, you you didn't really hear too much about Cincinnati. So like these accomplishments that you got here and do to go to the final four and to, to make these runs in the tournament and all that stuff. This is like a team that's not known from to the Georgetowns, the UNCs and stuff. It's, it's a new team in the nineties that's going to make some noise. So how was that like that season for you to go when y'all lost to the fair five to go that deep in the mm -hmm. tournament? Yeah. Uh, man, that, that, I ain't gonna lie, dog. That was the best year of my basketball life ever. I tell people, <laughs> I'm like, that year was the best year ever of me playing basketball, man. We, we had the tightest group of guys, man, that, that you can, like the Fab Five was just like this. You know what I'm mm, saying? Yeah. Our, our group, man, we was, we was so tight, man. We, we on the group text now to this day, chopping it up, talking trash to each other. You know what I'm <laughs> Everything, man. But, it's crazy because coming into that season, 
we didn't know each other. Yeah. But Corey Blunt and Eric Martin played on the same junior college team in California, uh, Rancho San Santiago Community College. They both won back-to-back championships. Uh, they played against Terry Nelson, who went to uh, Long Beach City College. Mm. He was in the championship against them. So that's three winners right there. Right. Mm. I knew Herb Jones the year before because he was the player of the year in JUCO, and he gave us like 36 down in Florida. We went in the tournament. He killed us. They well, was bringing in Anthony Buford was sitting out. He was going to play with us. He was a transfer. Then we had A.D. Jackson, another player, him and T-Rat, T. Gibson. Like, so going into the season, all of us get on campus. Man, when I tell you, dog, <laughs> everywhere we went, it was three of us. Right. Mm-hmm. It, you, you've never seen one of us solo. And I, and, and I tell people to this day, like, to have a good team, like, you got to have good team yes. chemistry. Not just on the court, but off, off the court. Yeah. Off the court, translate to the on the court. Yeah. Man, yeah. we were so tight. Our goals was win the conference. Our goal was win the conference tournament. Our goals was finished with like four or five losses. Our goals was like make it to the elite eight. Man, we made all our goals, man. We yeah. made every single goal that we set and had no idea about Division One basketball. It was crazy. Yeah. To get that much success and go to the Final Four, like I said, you, you get a taste of it and you can see it by going to Final Four. That next year mm-hmm. that y'all played, how was your thought process? Was like, oh shit, we finna win this month. <laughs> like, like we went Final Four last year. Like, we finna win it this year. That was the that was that was our main thing. So we did our goals again, and it was national championship at the end of it. Like, we we really felt we had a good chance. I want our starting guard, Alan Jackson. He got hurt. You know, he had a knee problems, so that kind of hurt us. You know what I'm saying? Made us a little weaker as far as our uh, depth. And then, you know, I. Me and Michael Finley talk about it all the time. You know, we was recruiting them heavy, right. heavy. You know what I'm saying? We talk about it all the time to this day. Finn was like, man, you know, he 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 won't go. He didn't promise me he was going to start me. So that's why he went to Wisconsin. <laughs> but he said uh-huh. it was either Cincinnati or Wisconsin, man. But if we would have got Michael Finley, we would have won that thing, man. But we wanted to play the Fab Five again. We, we yeah. wanted to rematch with them cats because – we, you know, we respected them, man. Five freshmen, you know what I'm saying? Doing what they doing, you know, yeah. changing the culture, putting eyes on college basketball. Yeah. Man, you had to respect them, you know what I'm saying? And for that rematch, man, but, you know, North Carolina, George Lynch and them guys, Donna Williams, they knocked us out in the Elite Eight. Your draft process, how many teams you worked out for? Uh, man, it was probably about 13, 14, man. Probably, see, probably. see, see, Nick, you like me. He the one who was privileged. He did like maybe three or four workouts, went and had nice steak dinners and chilled. And hang. We grinding. We out here flying coast to coast, maybe trying two or three teams, two or three times for a team. They want to bring you back. They, did anybody try you like the week of the draft to try and come have you sneak in and do some stuff? All that. See, they did. Oh, see, just, we got, we got, they handled us, bro. They handled us. Yeah, man. I, I had workouts, man, to where. They knew I was going to a different place the next day. And they tried to just dog me. Like, <laughs> Throw the kitchen me. sink at you. Oh, man. I went to uh, to uh, Seattle, worked out for George Carl. And back in the day, I collected hats. So I had yeah. a dude on. I didn't like dude. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't stand dude. But the right. hat was fly. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The hat was fly. You know what I'm saying? So 
I was rocking the Ducat. I had no idea George Carr was the pick. I ain't no George Carr was no Carolina. I don't know nothing right. about George Carr. Right. So you know, my workout, he he just killing me, right? And the coach from uh, Portland was working out. I think it was uh, Terry Stotts. He working me over one on one. Stotts has some game, man. He killing me one. Right. right? I'm, I'm I'm little, you know, one seventy five, straight out of college. Stotts, old big, big shoulders. Working me one-on-one. So I'm like, man, I'm tired as hell. I got to go to L.A. Got workouts coming up. So at the end of the workout, George Kyle, he tried to make, make me do five. Like, one, two, uh. three. I said, okay. I jogged. I jogged the first one. <laughs> Barely running. So I go sit down. He come over to me. He said, uh, you know, this is for the, for the draft or whatever. He said, I, I think you can run a little bit harder, but, you know, he was being a little arrogant in the stuff he was saying. <laughs> but I told him, I said, Coach, man, you know what? The next one's going to be a cool down. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they called me back up there again. I ran I ran slower. I'm like, man, y'all trying to kill me, man. I got other workouts. And then I told him, I said, y'all ain't going to draft me. I got GP, Dana Barrels, you know what I'm saying? They, right. they was loaded in with PG. They had like right. four PG. Right. Yeah. Said, man, here working me out like crazy when I got these other workouts. But, man, it, was, it was a grind, man. It was a grind. You know, all of us want to get drafted number one. We want to be first round pick. We want to be lottery pick. But you was fortunate to get drafted in the second round. But you mm-hmm. get drafted to the Los Angeles Lakers. Like, <laughs> this is the team that all the basketball, <laughs> like in that area, you watch the Lakers play. Right. To get drafted by the Lakers. I know. I know it's bittersweet because you don't, you ain't go as high as you want to. Right. But to hear that Lakers, as soon as you hear Lakers drive, it's like shit, it's on. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. So how was that? It was it was uh it was cool, man, because in Cincinnati, it was it was a little media thing going on with Cincinnati and you know, our team because of who we were, where we came from. And it was kind of a little riff, you know what I'm saying? So when I went in the second round, the the media was like, you know, why did you go in the second round? They was trying to make me feel bad. Right, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Man, they don't know the night before me and Blunt <clears throat> was together. He got drafted in the first round to the Bulls. Right. So me and him went down to, to the uh, riverfront. We went to uh, Jeff Ruby Steakhouse on the riverfront. Man, we had a great time. We was like, man, this, this is the best day of my life. Right. It, it, celebration. Was, it was the second round, third round. Man, the Lakers, you know what I'm saying, drafted me in the second round. The round didn't, didn't mean nothing to me. What I was thinking about was I'm going to go out here and prove that I'm better than where I went. Right. It, I wasn't mad at all at the process. I wasn't mad one bit. And people to this day, they always try to make me feel a certain way. But you, you can't make me feel a certain way, man. I came from Kenosha, Wisconsin, single-parent home. You know, parents did this, you know, grew up in this. Like, man, I made it. Right, so, yeah. You ain't finna put no damper on me just because you want me to feel a certain man. That was the happiest day of my life, man. Shit, you know, and I was playing that purple and gold magic, and I can just remember being a kid watching them games, and it's dark, and all you see is that bright ass yellow floor. That's all. Yeah. It look like a stage. It look like a stage. It's dark everywhere. That, like you right on stage. That, that's what yeah, I want to know. So how, how was that? How was that feeling? Had you ever been to LA before getting drafted there and going there? Like how was that when you first get there? You like you say, it's the best day of your life. You drafted by the Lakers. Like when you touch down, how was that coming off the plane in the airport, seeing them palm trees when you leaving the airport? How did that feel? 
Man, it's crazy because <laughs> the first time I was there, of course, was for the workouts. But when I went there, you know, and start staying, it's like, man, palm trees? Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm used to walking around trees when you jumping up, pulling berries up. Right. And all that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm it's like, man, everywhere you go is palm trees, man. There's sun all the time. Yeah. Everywhere you go. You know, and at the time, the early 90s, you know, you had NWA, Boys in the Hood, you know, you had a different kind of mixture as well. So, yeah. you know, I'm riding around at, at, at lights. I'm I'm so nervous. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm looking around at every light. You know, I don't know what's going on. Right. I'm like, yeah. I'm water, man. But it was so live, man. We we were just young. You know, we had a young team. But in my first few years out there, man, it was beautiful. You had a lot of early success. You came in kind of rolling like people's favorite point guard. You was busting ass like. When did you know, team? Yeah, when did you know, like, oh shit, like they can't stop me, <laughs> like at all. Like they they ain't figured this left hand shit out, or they ain't figured nothing out. They can't stop this shit. Like, when did you know, like I can kill your favorite point guard every mm. night? Huh, that's a good question, man. I, I ain't gonna lie. I always had that confidence that you know, what I'm saying whoever I grew up against, you know, I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm going to have to go at it, you know what I'm saying, no matter who it was. Because hugs, that's what hugs was like. Everybody can beat you. Everybody can destroy you. So you always got to be on, on, on pins and needles. I can remember probably my first, not my, my first preseason game, but maybe the third or fourth preseason game, we playing Seattle in the, in the form. And GP, I knew about GP because, you know, he, he was the glove. You know right, what I'm saying? <laughs> And I, I had think I just faced Stockton in preseason in, in uh, Hawaii, go home. Now we got the glove, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, a little nervous, you know what I'm saying? But but ready for the battle. I remember, man, this dude, man, I did a move on, on the glove, man. And when I tell you this dude just shoved me all the way across the floor with two <laughs> Man, I'm falling and rolling. I'm like, man, so I had, I had to get up. Go to him, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, what's up? You know, we jaw and jaw. Right, right, right. And from that point on, I knew that everybody going to try you. They going to try you. And if you don't stand up for, you know, who you are, man, you're going to get dusted in this league, man. the whole league going to see it. whole league going to see it. (laughs) Exactly. So I I had to get up. I had to go in his face. We John, he told me, he said, yeah, I've been waiting on you. I've been waiting (laughs) on you. <laughs> so man, from from that point on, it was like, man, it's it's on. Like whatever, whoever you see, it's on. Like the glove, he was like, if you ain't ready for this league, you're gonna get dogged out. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. Rest in paradise, Kobe. You know, you're a fan of the show. We had Kobe on the show. And when Kobe got drafted, he got drafted to the Lakers and you was there. We asked him who's the first person to bust his ass. Nick and of course, he was like, shit, I ain't get a chance to get on no NBA court. Nick the Quick was busting my ass in practice. <laughs> Do you remember anything about that when Kobe came in? Yeah. And, and you got a chance to play against him and how determined and hard working he was to try to be the best? Yeah. Man, it, it, it's crazy, man, because when, when Kobe first came in, I could just, like, even in his passing, man, rest in peace, even in his passing, I see the young Cole, the 18, 19-year-old Cole, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I can always see Cole with his little frail body 
walking in the gym, you know, he got his head, his head is a, it's hard, taller than the rim. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That was swag. It was like, you know what I'm saying? I'm walking <laughs> up, kill these old cats. And Cove used to do us so dirty in practice, dog. It was, it was, <laughs> and, and people be thinking I'd be joking when I say some of this stuff, man. But this dude, well, not I wouldn't say joking, but don't think I'd be as serious or it's, it's true. But this dude, man, worked so freaking hard, dog. And, and his work ethic, I don't play with some really good players, man. This dude's work ethic was better than everybody I've seen. It wasn't even close. Huh. He would he would get the 6'9 guys, the, the power forwards, you know, Corey Blunt, Sean Rooks, rest in peace, and, and the other guys. And they would go play one-on-one on the side baskets. And the crazy part was the one-on-one was Kobe was working in the mid-post. Yeah. And they had to defend him. And Kobe was the only one on offense. They were just playing defense. <laughs> so every time Kobe scored, he get a point. If he missed, they get a point as a group. <laughs> so, as a group. So, like, the dude did it every day, man. It didn't stop. It was relentless, man. And Kobe, man, man, it was just so sad, you know, what happened. But the things he said – that he was going to do, he did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody remember, it was a clip when we had a, a preseason game in Vegas. He crossed dude up at the top of the Dunk key. Dunked on Heidi. Oh, wow. man. Now, that was Ben Wallace, wasn't it? That, yeah, that was Ben Wallace trying to take a shot. Ben Wallace oh. boom. <laughs> Nasty. Boom, yeah. that boy. Sorry, I remember Jay. y'all face. You and, you and Eddie Jones, I remember y'all face on that bench in Vegas, boy. Like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> That's another another thing. Cole told us, dog, coming out of the timeout. Uh, Dale drew up a play for them to give him an ISO at the top of the key. Cole told us, I'm about to cross this fool up and dunk on him. <laughs> that, that was his exact words leaving the huddle. I'm about to cross this fool up and dunk on him. And the and rest of history. <laughs> that, that, that was our reaction on the bench because he said that. Yeah, I'm about to park this fool up and dunk on him, and that's exactly what he did. So our reaction was like, dude, just say he did it. And did it at 18 years old, dog. Right, right. And, and everything he said, like Cole wanted to be a winner. He wanted to be one of the best. He did it. At what point, though, like throughout his process, did you, like, because you know you, you, Eddie Jones, was the guys when he came in. Like he came into a situation where it was already a solidified situation. And I know, like mm-hmm. you're saying, in practice, that had to be – at what point did it just turn where it was like, you know, obviously they made the decision to, to move EJ up out of there and they saw what was going on. So at what point for y'all did y'all start seeing in practice like, like this kid is out of here? Like at what point was that like, you know, for y'all? Probably uh, probably the second year, you know, the, because the, the first year was tough for him because right. he didn't a lot of playing time. And then, you know, Cole was like – he was a one-on-one thing. His favorite saying was, I'm the best one-on-one player in the league. Can't nobody hold me one-on-one. Ain't nobody check me one. That was his favorite saying all the time. <laughs> he, would, he would literally come down and, and do some, some crazy stuff. And Dale would be like, Kobe, you can't do that, Kobe. And he would come back and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how many players you know as that young, a rookie, still a teenager, do some crazy stuff, and the coach tell you not to do it again. You, I ain't gonna do it again. Yeah, right, right. 
I came right back and did it again. <laughs> and it was nonstop his whole year like that. And, you know, he was getting a lot – Dale was getting a lot of pressure to play Kobe, you know, early on in Kobe's career that first year. But Dale didn't want to do it. He didn't think he was ready. So it was a little struggle for Kobe. But that second year, Kobe really didn't care. Like, he was just, like, determined. Like, I, I always say myself, cream going to rise to the top. Cream yes. gonna rise to the top, and Kobe knew he was that cream. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he just kept going. He kept going, and then when you keep going and keep going, guess what? They accepted. Yeah. And, and and everybody started to realize, you know what? This boy finna be cold, man. He who we say he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He finna be cold for real. It's so hard to get four players from one team to be on the All Star team. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Sometimes. That fourth player, sometimes that third player might not get the credit that mm-hmm. your team is succeeding in or your record or whatever. But y'all to have four players mm-hmm. in the all-star game and one of the players to come off the bench <laughs> to make the all-star game. Like, how was that? I know y'all was like, that's crazy. We all four of us, we going to the all-star game together. It, it was cool, man, but I ain't gonna lie. Like for me personally at that time, like I didn't even I didn't think I was an all-star. I thought I had better years before then mm-hmm. than I probably should have made the team. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know why I really made the all-star team. To be honest with you, <laughs> maybe it was because at the time Shaq had got hurt during that season, but we, mm-hmm. we held the four. You know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. were still balling a little bit, you know? So I don't know why the hell I made the all-star team shit, but it was cool, man. It was a good experience, you know, uh, going to New York, but I, I, I really wasn't no kind of a, like to me that didn't, that didn't excite me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I wanted to win more than anything. I, I wasn't no person who wanted to go to the All Star game and and and, and playing the game. I, that I wasn't. That wasn't any of my goals. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to go to the All Star and have fun. Right. <laughs> I didn't want to go All Star and have practice. Right. <laughs> Speaking about winning, when y'all got Shaq, you know, you got Kobe, you got Eddie Jones, you got you got star power, you got great role players. You know what I'm saying? Like you think that you're going to win the championship or you definitely think that you got a, a shot at it. So how was that, like, knowing that y'all got all this star power, y'all got everything in place, mm-hmm. and y'all want to compete for the championship, but y'all was falling a little bit short? Yeah, man, we was, woo, we was stacked, man. Yeah, for <laughs> man, real. Man, we was good, man. But the, I tell people, we were just young, man. We was young. We didn't know how to win. You know what I'm saying? So we, we had Shaq, who was the most dominant big man in the game. You know, and then his supporting cast, you know, we was pretty good. Me, Eddie, Sapalos, Eldon, uh, Robert Ory, Rick Fox. True. And we had a young Kobe. And we was just young. Like, at that time, Utah was so goddamn good, man. It was, <laughs> I mean, they were just... <laughs> <laughs> they was doing us dirty, man. And we had no answers for them, man. We didn't know how to get to that next step. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Y'all been in the league. Y'all know how it is. You can be here. But you still got to get there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we weren't, we weren't ready for that next level, man. And, you know, once they, you know, revamped it up, you know what I'm saying, and did they changes, they got Phil in there and started teaching them how to win. Everything, you know, turned around for them. But I always tell people, I said, the team they won that championship with, the team they won the championship with, you can add myself, Eddie, Eldon, uh, Sabala's so like, we we all played together with that team that won championships. So can you imagine how many championships we could have really had? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, it, it, was, it was tough, especially when losing, 
when you yeah. think you got a really good chance at yeah. winning that thing and always falling short, that shit hurt them years we was losing to Utah. The one thing that I, I think when I think about you and your game that stand out for me is that from jump, basically start to finish, no matter which team you went to, you was you was a starter or a six man and and definitely a rotational contributor. And for me, I think that like speaks volumes for you to be a, a second round pick, you know what I'm saying, go 37, and then to have the career you had. Talk about where you got that perseverance from just to like, like you said, no matter what, I got drafted 37th. I'm like, man, it's the biggest thing ever. I'm about to go in here and prove that I'm better than that. I ain't going to look at it in a bad way, no matter who telling me this or that. I'm just about to go in here and show and prove. And every team you went to, like you was you. You had your same swagged out game playing, mm-hmm. doing your same whatever. I can, you know, see the I see the headband, the high socks, yeah, all that. <laughs> different, different uniforms, but it's the same boogie. And I can hear Cole yeah. saying that you telling them you reach our teacher, you doing the fakes and you had some of yeah. the craziest, you know what I'm saying, hand game fake. Like where did you just get that confidence that to just keep it throughout? Man, it's, that's that's playground basketball, man. Like where I grew up, man, that's man, we hooped on the concrete, you know what I'm saying? So it was every every weekend, man, in the summer, or every day in the summertime. We either going on the south side or they coming to the north side. And we just lock the horns every single day, you know what I'm saying, on the concrete. And if, if you ain't tough, if you ain't sticking up for yourself, if you let somebody bully you, let somebody punk to you, let somebody talk trash to you, you ain't going to make it. Yeah, You ain't going to make it. And, and, and we was playing against the older cats, man, Walt G., Al still tiny bit like we was playing together, and them cats to me they was cold. <laughs> right. Yeah. And when we had a chance to go up against them, we already knew they was gonna try to punk us. We already knew they was giving us chest shots. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Elbows. That, that, that's what it was. So growing up that way, that just prepared me for everything else. After that, when I got to the league, I saw GP as a, as a bully. You know what I'm saying? I, I saw Kevin Johnson as a bully. You know what I'm saying? So now. I'm going back into my back in the day where you got you got to respond to a bully man by by trying to hit him back, right. not being yeah. afraid, not showing any fear, and that just that just man that just came from just me growing up the way I grew up, man. One of the moves that you do, like you're you're a point guard, but you got big hands, and you know we grew up on Mike, and we used to see Mike, you know, mm-hmm. faking all that stuff, and then your game, right? You were. You with the left, you a fake him up like you know stuff. Did you get that from Mike? I always wanted to ask you that. Did you get that from Mike, or who did you see that from to add that to your game? You know, actually, that was Doctor J, dog. It was because Doctor J had the mitts, mitts, and I can just yeah. always see Doctor J doing yeah, that. Like, <laughs> yeah, and so that's that's where I got that from Doctor J because he he had every time I used to shake shake Doctor J hand, I'd be like, God damn, Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and you got big hands, so you. <laughs> Yeah, right, right. I definitely doc, man. <laughs> one more person I wanted to ask before we get off the Lakers. One of the guys that don't never really get appreciated, or you know what I'm saying? People don't never really say a lot about him is like Eddie Jones. Eddie mm. Jones was dope to me, like defensively Super. and offensively. A lot of people don't even say how nice he was on defense. But <clears throat> just speak about just playing with Eddie Jones when you got the chance to play with Eddie Jones and, you know, seeing him going on the career. Just you know, you older now, you can really appreciate how good he actually was. Mm-hmm. You know? Man, I love EJ, man. That's my guy to this day. We golf all the time, you know what I'm saying? So 
that's my guy, man. We actually live like next door to each other, pretty much, you know, in LA. Straight we, up. Yeah, little condos and everything. So, man, that was my dude, man. He won, you know, we played against each other in college. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we was a little familiar with one another. And man, we we hit it off on the first day. You know what I'm saying? We were just we were just tight. EJ, man, I tell you what, it was it was nights nice where a night like where Dana Barrels or, or AI or somebody cooking me. Right. They got it. EJ, you got to switch. You got <laughs> you to go get him. You got to put that flame out. So EJ covered my back a lot, man. You know what I'm saying? And dude was he was so nasty, man. He was so nasty. And, it's funny because when he first came to the Lakers, I think he was wearing number 25. Mm-hmm. And then they were about to retire 25's number. Uh, I think it was Gail Goodrich, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he didn't know what number he should get. I said, man, you should get number six, man, because you play like Doc J with them long-ass arms. Right, feet, right. All that, stride. Man. Yeah, stride like a mug, man. So he ended up taking number six, man, but – that's my guy, man. EJ, one of the coolest dudes, man, I ever played with. You know, genuine, down to earth, always the same, man. Love that dude. What dunk on you remember when you was a Laker that you remember, like, oh, I boomed that boy that time? You know, because later on in your career, once you left the Lakers, you weren't catching bodies how you was catching bodies when you was with the Lakers. I seen a couple of highlights with the Lakers where you can call a couple of people. Mm-hmm. And then you slowed them knees on. You cut them knees on down once you got to <laughs> Denver and everywhere else. But when you were Lakers, you were you was you was bodying folks. So who was that body you remember? Man, with the Lakers, I don't remember, man, because I really want no no, no Steve Francis, Baron Davis. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, like, but you I will just, get him. <laughs> like really, I, you know what? I, I caught Dream, but it was in the preseason game in San Diego. That was that's, nasty. That's legendary right there. <laughs> that's legendary. Both to see that. That one on national right there. That one on national. That was a preseason <laughs> game. So, yeah, I, I, I caught him slipping one time on the baseline. <laughs> Ooh, Kevin Johnson, the greatest defenders ever, man. Ooh, that was – and then I heard KJ had a nerve to ask Dream to sign that the poster. Ooh. Hey, you know what's crazy? Like, I, I was telling this – I was telling this story, like, I was playing against Miami and Lonzo got a block on me and we all mm-hmm. got the same agent and stuff. So, you know, I get to the crib a couple of weeks later, I get this picture and they say, uh, to D miles, man, thanks for the thousand block. I said, Oh, that's bullshit right there. <laughs> Why my shit couldn't be 99 or a thousand and one or something like that. It was like a milestone. Yeah. A we all one. got the same agent, Jeff Wexler, Jeff sent it to him. Yeah. <laughs> I threw that shit away immediately. Hey, this is what I want to ask you, though, because, like, like we talking about later on in your career after the Lakers, how still, you know, how much of a contributor you were. Like, for me, in my eyes, as, you know, still coming up a young boy, obviously you weren't the first one to do this or whatever. But, like, you were one of the first dudes that I looked at, like, man, he taking a six-man role and he's still him. Like, he, like, you, mm-hmm. you made that, like, for me, was one of the first people in my mind that I looked at, like, as a person who had super game, who was a boy, who was a, a could be a starter, yeah, could be a starter, <laughs> but went to the bench and still came in like a starter. Like a Didn't starter. have no problem. You <laughs> wasn't tripping about it or nothing. Like, tell me about that approach and where, like, how you how you wrapped your mind around that and still, like I say, still was just bringing your same game. Man, it's, it's it's funny, man. People they they try to give you them little stereotypes, man, and it's kind of sad when people don't really know you as a person. So. 
everybody thought I was a selfish player, this right. and that, you know what I'm saying? But I go back my whole career, you know what I'm saying? When uh, D Fish, me and D Fish came into the Lakers, he came in with Kobe in those uh, shack, and I had got hurt. I hadn't had knee surgery, and D Fish started starting. So, you know, when I started to get healthy again, they wanted to throw me back out there and start. And I'm like, no, nah, I'd rather have D Fish keep starting, let me come off the bench because now get D Fish more confidence. I already got my confidence up, and then yeah. I think we'd be better like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So people forget about stuff like that. They want to act like just because I went to Denver or I used to shoot the ball, but I still got my assist up. Right. You know what I'm saying? They want to paint you as, as one, one type of person. So when I was in Denver, I was tired of losing. You know what I'm saying? That was basically it. That was the only reason why I wanted to uh, get out of Denver because I didn't see no light at the end of the tunnel at the time. And, you know, Dallas called at the last hour, dog. They, I mean, literally the last hour. They was like, would you come to Dallas? I said, hell yeah, I'm coming to Dallas. <laughs> and they was like, well, you know you probably won't be – I don't care if I ain't starting. I'm right. going to play. I know I'm going to play. So I ain't got no problem with that. And, you know, real basketball players know as long as you're playing at the end of the game, that's all that counts. There you go. <laughs> I don't care about starting. <laughs> In the last two minutes of the game, if I'm on the floor, that's winning time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the most important time of the game. So my, my thought process going into Dallas was, for one, these guys are already nice. Dirk, Steve, and uh, Finn, they already nice. I can't go around for Right, that right. So I got to be on my P's and Q's, you know, on my best behavior. You know what I'm saying? So I went there, and it was a struggle at first because, like I say, they were so good. When you new to a situation, you don't want to be the one that's, you know, slowing things down. You know what I'm saying? You got to fit in and try to keep that thing rolling. But it was hard for me. So my role in Dallas completely changed. You know, in Denver, I, I was more of a – I used to get buckets and drop, drop down guard. In yeah. Dallas – my minutes were a little shorter, so Nelly was like, man, you need to score the ball. Right. Like, Nelly used to cuss me out, dog, if I didn't shoot the ball. God damn it, shoot the ball, I'm taking you out. <laughs> I started jacking. So that's why I really became just the person that came off the bench and just started shooting with no conscience because yeah. that's the way Nelly wanted me to play. He knew that we needed that role, and I was that role player. In Denver – I got another story in Denver. Like, of course, you you was killing everybody. We, I mean, we used to come to Denver when we first got to the league, and Rafe LaFrance was playing with y'all, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, this is the first time I'm playing in Denver. I'm talking noise to James Posey. I don't even know Jay. That's why that's why Pose loved me to this day. He's like, you you just talking on. <laughs> so we we get to Denver, and I just remember that this is the first time I really got dunked on. So it was high screen and roll. You and Rafe LaFrance, and you know I'm on the wing, and I gotta I gotta get the roll, Low man. man. So I'm used to Rafe. I'm I'm used to Rafe like popping for the right. jumper. Right. So I'm late on rotation. I roll, and he dunk on me so hard. So we go yeah. back down. Y'all run the same play. I'm late on rotation again. <laughs> and he dunked on me. Like, I'm talking, I'm trying to meet him at a, he dunked on me. Y'all ran the same fucking play three times in a row. I'm already at the three-point line. I, I left my man all the way at the corner. Like, fuck that. <laughs> you gonna have to swing that bitch to the corner because he ain't dunking on me no more. I don't know if you remember that, but I just had to tell yeah, you. I remember. You, you know what I remember about playing y'all, man? And, and we as a team used to always talk about y'all because 
y'all was really talented. You know what I'm saying? Y'all whole crew yeah. was talented, but like we was talking about earlier, don't, don't know how to win at the NBA. Don't know how to win, yeah. It, it, it takes time, it takes growth, but talent-wise, y'all boys was nice. So we used to always talk about y'all because we would see, we would look at the score sheet, you know, on the plane or whatever, and the Clippers lost by 30. But then I bet you we would uh, dice be like, I bet they was doing this. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, hey, y'all swag was so crazy because y'all would be losing by 40, but it didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all, L.O., y'all was still like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, hard as hell. It's steps to it. We're going to get better. Now, y'all mindset, the way y'all look and carry y'all like, it's all right. We're going to get better. Yeah. Better. yeah. Y'all, y'all never wavered, dog. That's the one thing we always talked about, y'all. Y'all never wavered on y'all persona and how y'all treated the game, man. That yeah, still used to be so funny to us, man, because we have beat y'all. And y'all, y'all still up in the cloud. Like, right, <laughs> right, we're going to get our chance again. <laughs> hey, because for real, we was like how you said, like, it didn't matter to us. Like, bro, we was like, we in the league. We knew. We knew 100%. We was in the Lakers town. It was the Lakers town. No doubt about it. But I think it was like, that's cool. We in the NBA, though. And, like, bro, all right. of us was, like you said, we were so talented and young. Everybody was just thirsty to start their career. So it didn't matter. We got in. We was down 20 or whatever. It was like, it's my turn. I'm about to go off. I'm about to, I'm about to party. I'm about to celebrate if I score. Everybody about to see that we could hoop. And we going to be up right. in people's face like, yeah, like, okay, that's all right. We getting smacked. We we couldn't do nothing about that. But we about to get, give you this work right quick. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think I think the biggest part of that, too, because, like, you know, the Clippers had the the cloud over their head. Didn't nobody mm-hmm. want to go to the Clippers or yep. play for the Clippers. Mm-hmm. We was cats that we was just happy to be in the NBA. So it really didn't matter that we was with the Clippers. So right. instead of being players that got traded to Clippers in previous and was like, huh, I'm going to get traded to the Clippers as long as they paying me. Fuck this year. <laughs> we was just excited to be there. And right. I think that was just like, that would change for the Clippers. They got so many kids that wasn't in this league. They don't know nothing about the Clippers. Right. I don't know nothing about the history for real, but they excited to be here. And I feel like since that time, right. everything that changed since then. Because y'all, cause y'all gained a lot of fans. Yeah. Y'all gained a lot of fans. Yeah. yeah. You start seeing folks with jerseys and stuff yeah. like that. For sure. I know you had them losing seasons with the Nuggets and so forth on, but like you say, you got with Marys and they was a winning team. Mm-hmm. How did that feel? Because like y'all was like one of my like that team was like my one of my favorite teams. Nash, Finn, Dirt, mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? It was like, man, y'all stack, y'all got new jerseys. Y'all <laughs> bring in young fellas like Josh Howard, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all was winning, but y'all wasn't getting over that edge. You know what I'm saying? You seen right. it later on when they finally won the championship, right. but it took damn near eight years <laughs> to finally right. get all the kinks out. But how was that like with Dallas and it was, it was cool because when I got there, they, I think they had just won uh, maybe one or two playoff series. They had beat Utah. And uh, they hadn't won a playoff series in a long time. And then uh, I, I go there. And at the time, you know, L.A. was still, you know, the late show. You know what I'm saying? And then you had uh, Sacramento. So my first year there, Sacramento beat us in the second round. And... That was tough because we we felt we had a good team. We could at least advance to the conference finals, but they mopped us up in the second round. 
And it's funny because <laughs> I went home that summer, man. I started posting all the point guards, picture all in my weight room. You know, I said, I'm going to get ready for next season. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to be in that spot again. So, you know, we go back that next year. And next year, we're thinking championship. You know what I'm saying? Like, we really thought we had a good enough team to get to the, to that next level. And, you know, we, we get win the first two series. You know, shit, we almost blew a 3-0 lead against Portland. They came back and tied that thing up. Right. <laughs> I think that's when Zebo she got hurt and Zebo was playing, right? Oh, man, Zebo went to work on us, man. 20 and right. 10 tonight. I remember that. Jumping this high off the <laughs> Can't jump up. over the phone, but. Oh, man. Zebo, Bonzi, she started, man, they was killing us, man. So. <laughs> We squeaked that one out, man. Then we got a chance to play Sacramento again, man. So that's the that's the playoff series where I, was, I had a good series. Yeah, man. I, I remember that. Bust Bobby Jackson ass. Busting Bobby Jackson ass. Bobby B. Jack was a boy too. Yeah, he was, he was nice. Tough. Yeah. He, he, so tough. He had one. He had one of the best snatched through through the oh. legs. He crossed nasty. me. He crossed me like that. I lost sight of his ass. I was going on top of the <laughs> He crossed me like that. Long long I'm looking like, what the fuck did he do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was he was so nice, man. But I had studied that film from the previous year, man. Because when I went to Dallas, I wasn't in the playoffs for three and a half years in Denver, and now I'm back in the playoffs. You kind of lose lose that that grit and what it really takes playoff basketball. Right. And I remember, man. I remember watching film, man, and. A shot to go up, and I'm guarding Bobby Jackson. I just turn my head. He going in there, laying that thing up with a with a tip. You know what I'm saying? So I watched all that film, and the next year we got a chance to play him. Man, that ball went up. I'm 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 checking him. Yeah. Up. Now I'm really locked in. Yeah. You know what I'm, I'm locked into you. So we ended up beating them, man. It was a hell of a series. See, Webb got hurt, you know, but we ended up beating them, and then freaking Steve Kerr, dog. We. <laughs> Steve Kerr, man, we we ain't played all year. <laughs> ain't played all year, man. It's it's three two, man. So we got a chance to take it back to San Antonio, man. This dude come off the bench, pop through this dude in, man. Ain't played <laughs> one of the whole series. We ain't six, so we playing our zone because they got the twin towers. You know, Dallas at that time we playing small ball. So, man, this dude come in, made about six or seven threes, dog, in the fourth quarter. We Zone buster. 7-13, going into the fourth. It's like, yeah, we're going back to San Antonio. Man, Steve Curler <laughs> sent us home, dog. <laughs> when I got to Portland, you know, they had Sheed and stuff, and I think we won like 13 out of 15 when I first got to Portland. So I'm like, oh, this is the first time I'm actually on a team that can compete. I was just on – I've been in two organizations where I'm on the worst team in the NBA. <laughs> I finally get to a team that I watch the playoffs every year. You know, when you see your peers from your draft or any of your buddies make the playoffs, you want to be a part of that. You know, the playoffs is the biggest stage. So, you know, when I get to Portland, they done made the playoffs 22 years in a row. <laughs> so I get there, and she she be there for like a month and a half, so they finally trade she because she like, I'm not signing back. So out of 22 years, this is the first year they didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> so now we got, we got Sharif, we got Theo. You know, we got the great veteran players, Dane, mm-hmm. DA. We get you on the team. So I'm geeked, like. 
oh shit, this is the season we're gonna make the playoffs. Like, I'm finally gonna make the playoffs. And I got people that I look up to, I respect and I admire and I love to play with and smart players. That season that we didn't make the playoffs, it frustrated me so much. And I remember that season so much because like you didn't really say to nobody, like, oh, this shit frustrating that we ain't playing hard or they playing like they want to get a draft pick with all these veteran players. I mean, when you got there, they was like, Sharif Abdul-Rahim didn't play the small forward since the third year in this in the league. And he didn't play 10 years worth of power forward and get a double-double. I started small forward last year, and they told me, well, we're going to start Sharif at small forward before the season even started. We got you and Damon Stoudemire at point guard. We draft Sebastian, and some way they found some minutes for him <laughs> to play, which was baffling to me. <laughs> That team that we had, I explained it because this shit touched me. Because that's the team, that's the team that I actually thought I had a chance to make. Let him, let him look, let him have his moment. Yeah. So I got, I got to get this off my chest. <laughs> how did you feel about that team and and the talent and how he's good as a team? But you knew like the politics of the game mm-hmm. fucked up that season. Yeah, that was that was a crazy season. The and even uh, coming into it, like when I was in Golden State. And they said I was gonna get traded to Portland. I was excited. I was, I was oh yeah. hell yeah, we gonna make. I knew we was gonna make the playoffs. I knew that for a fact we were gonna make the playoffs. All <laughs> Too much heat. That, that, that wasn't even a question. Yeah. Uh, but but for for me personally, the year before in Golden State, I had knee surgery. Now the year before in Dallas, I had knee surgery and I came back in sixteen days. So yeah. when I had the knee surgery in Golden State. I tried to come back early, yeah. and I was never the same. Yeah. So by the time I got to Portland, I was trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you want too much trash because we got a fifty point game out you. No, see, I, I couldn't I couldn't move the way I wanted to move. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I knew how to play the game. I knew yeah. how to score. You know what I'm saying? I knew how to do that, but my quickness wasn't there no more. So yeah. now it's just like. You felt like that old school Chevy. You yeah, old school yeah, Chevy. Old you get school. you could get it going sometimes, but it ain't gonna be always like you can, like you used to. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Hey, so bro, we team. we have a sign for Leonard on that team and everything, bro. I just remember yeah. that. That's <laughs> heat, man. That shit pissed me the fuck yeah, off. We did, man. We did. Hey, I remember another funny story with you. <laughs> with you, man. <laughs> so much stuff from that city. I mean, we was playing Denver. We were poor. We playing Denver, and somebody smacked me in my face. <laughs> and I just grabbed my face and just bent down. So, it, you know, it's a foul. I'm finna go to the free throw line. But I took over the time. And I'm like, I'm just steady because that shit. Just, I'm taking a I long ass time. So I finally come up. That boy Nick say, shit, you was crying, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm mad as fuck. I'm like, no, nah, shit, that shit hurt. That shit going like a motherfucker. You remember that? <laughs> you know, you know why I remember because I just remember you just being down there. Yeah, I just the game stopped. Everybody just looking. I'm just like this. Man, what was he crying? I wasn't ready for that. That caught me off guard. He smacked the shit out of me, bro. You gotta break the ice, man. You gotta break the ice and shit like that, man. This is what I gotta ask you though, bro. Like, you just discovered ice coffee last year? Man, that's shit crazy, ain't it? That's you had, nasty as fuck. Like, I don't even drink coffee at all, but like when I saw oh, you, like you went on the tweeting spree, bro. Let me tell you something, man. That shit was so good. Cause look, so you, you know, so so I've been coaching, right? So when you're coaching, 
Like, mama got to drink coffee because we be having them early mornings. You know, I don't like drinking no hot-ass coffee because I be sweating too goddamn much. So I don't like drinking right. coffee. And, dog, it was just one day, man, I'm getting ready to go play golf, man. And I I was looking at the thing trying to get something to drink. And I seen that some said iced coffee. So I said, let me get an iced coffee and, you know, put some, make it sweet. Man, I started sipping. I was like, damn, this shit good. <laughs> 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 Swear to God, man, like I never in my life heard of ice coffee, dog. Never. And I never now, did. now I just be trying all kind of ice coffees, man. I go to all kind of spots and just get different ice coffees. So what's what's the one that you recommend me to try? Which one would you recommend me to try to man, you think I, I can I can go I can hop on the other side of the fence look, if I try this one? Look, you go you you go to Chick-fil-A? Yeah. Try try that frost. It's the frosty coffee or something like that. Frozen coffee. Try that joint, man. <laughs> try that. Okay. <laughs> and just tell I'm on that. I'm on that. What you think, man? Just tell. All me. right, I'm on. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you know. <laughs> oh my hey, god. One of the things when you get in the league, you know, you gotta, you always want a nickname. You know what I'm saying? You gotta earn your nickname. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nick the quick. Mm-hmm. Nick at night. One of the dopest nicknames. Which one you like the most? Nick the Quick or Nick at Night? I like both of them, man, but I'm probably gonna have to go with uh Nick the Quick, man. My man Chick Hearn, you know, rest in peace. You know, Chick was a legend, you know, with the Lakers. So Chick Hearn gave me that nickname, Nick the Quick, Nick the Quick. So, you know, that just stuck with me for a long time. And even to this day now, people people call me quick. It's funny because even when I was growing up, man, I used to be, people used to call me Pearl, you know, Pearl Washington. That was my guy, mm-hmm. so they used to call me Pearl growing up. That was one of my nicknames. I never really had a nickname in college, and then when I got to the league, old Chick Iron started calling me Nick Quick. Who did you, uh, when you grew up, who was you watching like, man, I want to be like that person? That's who I patted my game after. I wouldn't say I wanted to be like him, but, you know, stuff I would try to steal and go emulate. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like my favorite point guard in college was uh, Isaiah Thomas and uh Pearl Washington. That's why I wore Pearl Washington. Yeah, that's why I wore 31 in Cincinnati because Pearl Pearl had that in and out was so nasty. And yeah. Isaiah when he was at Indiana, oh my God, he was mean. You know, just watching those guys and then guys like Kevin Johnson, Rod Strickland. You know, oh, strict. Dave, David Edwards, when he was at uh, Notre Dame, was not, was nasty with it. So I just try to pattern myself, man, after a whole bunch of cats, man. Just take whatever I can, and if I can fit it into my game, then, then you know, it made me better. You had a layup package that folks don't even really speak of, uh, like, your layup package. <laughs> It's here. You know, a lot of people see your jumper and you score from the jumper, but when you used to go to the hole, mm-hmm. you used to spin that joint off that backboard. Like, who put the layup packets in your Man, game? that's to, that was all uh, Ron Strickland, dog. I, I used up. to watch so much Strickland <laughs> tape. When Strickland was at DePaul, he was so nasty, man. He yeah. was so nasty, and, and he was one of the dudes that when I started playing against, I'm like, man, you know, because that's, that's, <laughs> that's one of the ones that you always watching, and you knew that he could go to work. And Strick was one of the best finishers from that point guard position I had ever seen yeah. at the time. And I used to try to emulate him, but my I was so light, you know what I'm saying? I, I could finish a little bit, but Strick was finishing all the time at the basketball, <laughs> all the time. Tough. 
tough. Yeah. I want to do start, bench, cut, right? With mm-hmm. point guards, with point guards, though. And since we talking about, you know, you, you, you're a little old school a little bit, we going to go, I want to go Kenny Anderson, Rod Strickland, and Kenny Smith. All New York. You got to start one, bench one, and cut one. <laughs> That's dirty, that. All them cats, yeah. my guys, the New York. And Kenny, and, and Kenny gave you, Kenny gave you buckets. I gotta, I gotta start strict. I mm. gotta start rock and ride. I gotta probably bring Kenny Anderson off the bench, and Kenny Smith got to get cut, man. Okay, my guy, he, he, he got to get cut, man. <laughs> hey, that that that's what make it tough. Somebody always got to get cut. Hey, no, but this this one. Start bench cut, kick out the league. <laughs> this is this is his uh, new hey, wrinkle. This, is this a new segment, This is, this is yeah, his yeah, new yeah. wrinkle. Start bench cut, kick out the league. <laughs> Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving, Ooh. Damon Lillard, Ooh. and uh, James Harden. Check this out. So I, I I work for the Dallas Mavericks, so I'm not allowed to speak on current players. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I like that tampering. No tampering. Hey, well let's let go to it's another player. You and this player, I always just tell people. I was like, man, back in my era, I know it was you know the Jason Kids and you know all the people with the name, but you and Sam Cassell to me used to kill everybody's favorite point guards. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Two-point like, geezers. And I know that's your man and stuff like that. Like, just speak up on Sam Vassell and just his game, his, your friendship, and just all that. He a damn fool, man. Sam a fool. <laughs> I mean, when the, the very first time I met this dude, man, we in Juco, playing in the uh, Juco Jamboree, Stephen at Boston. And I'm taking the ball out. I got the ball out over my head. I try to throw it in. He he slapped it back out of bounds. I ain't, I never met this dude. Don't know nothing about him. Got to take care of the ball, young fella. You got to take care of the ball. <laughs> What's up, man? Now me and him just da 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 da. Referee breaking us up and everything. And from that day, me and him became like that, man. It's, it's the craziest thing ever because we ended up going to a JUCO All Star game. Started bonding more. Then we we both came out at the same time. He went to uh, Florida State. I went to Cincinnati. Then we got drafted at the same time. He the reason why I have I have moved to Texas. You know, I moved to Houston, you know, because of him. That like that's my dude, man. And that dude there, you talking about when the game on the line and somebody ain't afraid to, to take that big shot. Free throw line, free throw line. Two point. Hey, listen, that boy ain't know every time we seen him, we call him two point geezer. I, I remember that. He goes, hey, every single time, two. That's his name, two point geezer. Hey, that shit was like a this. layup. Hey, and going in slow motion, man. And get no speed involved. Getting to his spot every single time, whenever every he want time. to. His, his defense was his offense. <laughs> He'll tell you that too. He'll tell you that, too. Let me ask you this. Out of all the teams you played for, if you had to pick four other players to play with, who is the four other players? You can't use me because I'm the one asking you, but (laughs) but who is the four other players that you would play for? 
that you would want to roll with. Man, out of all the teams you, know you play I played with. with, huh? I played with a lot of my yeah. brothers, man. Yeah, you played with some heat. Dang. You played with some heat, so you got some decisions to make. <laughs> so, so, so we so we saying this just because we want to win or just because they're my boys? No, just the best foe you can put with you out of all the players you can play with. Man, I got Shaq at the five. <laughs> okay. Easy. Now I got Dirk or Tim Duncan. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you, you, you got Dirk at small four. You got Tim at the four. Damn, man, I got McDice. Ooh. McDice would be hard. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go, man. At the time who I play with, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Dirty. I'm gonna go with Dirt. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go with Dirt. Because when I Jack Dirk. when I played with Tim, that probably was a little bit later. That was around 2006. So Dirk was so mean around them early 2000s. It ain't make no sense. Uh, I had to go with that shit. Let me see at the three. I'm going to just go Finn. Mm. And it's going to be have to be EJ. Ooh. I'm gonna go. Over Cole. Nah, See, I'm just I'm just going by when they were playing, how good they were playing. Oh, when they oh. was with you. Okay, yeah. okay. All right. So you don't want young Cole. You want to experience EJ. Okay, I get it. Because Cole was his like in his first, you know, couple years at the time. You know what I'm saying? If I would have mm-hmm. did over the career, gotta pick Cole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at okay, the time, I feel you. so I feel you. Right. So team. you EJ Finn, Dirk, and Shaq. Yeah. That's a five for your ass right there. <laughs> that is. That's, that's a five that's... for your ass. So this is what I this is my favorite question. I like to ask. When you first got that bag, you know, you was second round pick. So it probably wasn't in, but like when you felt like I got all right, I got some money. What what did you treat yourself to? What like what did you go out there and say? Like looking back at it now, like, man, I did that. That was crazy, but like it was it was live when you did it. That's a good question. I did I, I bought a Rolex one time. I bought a presidential one time, dog. <laughs> I could, I remember that thing. That thing was so crispy. <laughs> hey, and you barely would. But barely, exactly. I was about to say, look. <laughs> hey, man. Matter of fact, probably somebody. I think somebody got me in L.A. for it. Uh, how much you pay for it? Like, like one fifty. Oh, oh, that's the crispy. No size. It's the uh, big one, Weezy. Wait a minute! Yeah. I didn't think he was about to say that. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, presidential. Get, my, get myself the, the together. Dumb shit, the dumb shit we used to do. <laughs> you know that's right. <laughs> you know that. They never gave you boys money. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> hey, man. Man. I, we definitely appreciate you coming on, bro, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate that, bro. Straight up, man. definitely love, man. You one of the ones that, man, we rave about, we always speak about. That we watched and admired and, and appreciate everything you brought to the game and continue to yeah. bring to the game. And the you real hoopers it. know. The real hoopers know. You real was one of them ones. You was one of them ones. <laughs> so you know we gotta we gotta get up here and pull you up here and praise you, bro. Bring them, give you your flowers. So so people that some of these young fellas, you'd be surprised, man. When I was working for the Pistons, bro, mm-hmm. my man Stanley Johnson, bless his heart, he ain't know who Eddie Jones was, bro. And he a Cali yeah. kid. I mean, I understand he's super young, but I was just like, how do you not know who Eddie Jones is? 
And so, right, man, right. we feel like we feel like it's part of our job to like, you know, the, the, get the, this the, history the, out. Yeah, <laughs> man. People like you, you was a you was a boy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, not just like he wasn't just a he came through. No, no, he had the league. People, he was setting it on fire, busting, giving it to whoever, whoever you want to talk about. They know who Nick the Quick is. So it's, that's crazy. You say that because like I, I don't expect young players to know who the old players is but i knew me when i was a young player we like, knew we, we knew oh yeah you know what i'm saying everybody i, was, I studied <laughs> basketball yeah but yeah tell you a quick story i think i think we was playing y'all in la it was alvin gentry coaching y'all yeah yep. so listen so me and mcdice walking out out the game and and uh coach gentry is walking on up uh next to us coach gentry tells dice He's like, that was a good game you played tonight, big fella. So long story short, he walks ahead of us. And Dice walking next to me, he's like, man, who's that? <laughs> I just played. Said, fool, that's the Clippers coach. <laughs> who that was? <laughs> Come on, that's big cool. Dice, though. Said, hey, that's now that's the crazy. That damn Dice is a fool, man. All right, man, that's a wrap, man. It's been too dope, man. We appreciate you, OG, man. This is one of our all-time favorite guys. When we was coming up in the league, he did it big, man. Nick the Quick Van Nexel in the building with us. The legendary. We appreciate you, bro. Man, I appreciate y'all, man. All love. theplayerstribute.com